Insights. I'm here at the Sandy Conference here in Phoenix. I'm here with Steve Mose from Pond and Company. Steve was a civil engineer in the Air Force for 25 years. And we're going to pick his brain a little bit about engineering careers. <laughs> Welcome, Steve. Thank you. I appreciate being here, actually. All right, Steve. So you had a, well, you're still working, but you had a career in the Air Force as an engineer. Our, our listeners are mostly aspiring engineers, project managers. They're looking to get ahead in their career. From all the experience you have, what are some things that jump out at you that you would communicate to up-and-coming engineers about their career and development? Uh, there's, I think there's a couple things that jump out. There's, there's, you know, the most important part you have to make a good job is that it's a and, uh, you guys are scared because what you're doing as you grow in your career that you're learning things that are important to you. So a successful engineer knows a lot about That's great advice, and I think, too, one of the challenges these days is popping up, and I think you've got to be clear on kind of what your goals are and which credentials are going to help you. Like Steve said, I mean, it could be a PE, it could be a PMP, and I think part of your responsibility as a professional is understand kind of your goals, where you want to go, and which credentials are going to be able to help get you there, and have a little bit of forethought about it, because like Steve said, it wouldn't have happened in the military. But now he's saying it would have been nice to maybe to have those credentials. So, you know, you ha you may have that opportunity now to take action on it, which could be big. Yeah, and speaking of that learning, I'm sure in the in the Air Force you worked under a lot of people that were successful, mentors. What are maybe some things that you can share um, from some, some of your mentors or people that you learned from throughout your career? Maybe there's something that stands out, someone that you remember, something that you learned. Well, I, I think the biggest one was if, if you watch some of your mentors. Um, and, and as an engineer, But there, you know, there's a personal side to it. There's a professional side to it. Uh, and I think successful engineers blend those together. You have to be able to communicate with your clients, but yet you're the technical expert. And I think you, you have to be able to communicate that because normally your client is not the technical expert. They're coming to you for that expertise. So you still 
communications in, in our business uh, is, is key, and that also leads to being able to listen. So you have to listen to your clients and have them tell you what they need, what they want. And uh, I think those are two key things is, as I grew up in the business, watching people be able to communicate, bring their technical expertise, and then put those two together and deliver what the client had actually envisioned. Excellent. Ben, you want to start jumping in here? All right. So Ben Newland is going to join us here. Ben, maybe you could just tell the listeners just about what you do, a little bit about your background. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go through my story. I was in the oil industry for uh, for a couple of different years, but I, I don't practice uh, the trade anymore. Uh, I moved up to Canada, spent about four years in Canada, and I was leaving uh, the federal government mandate to become a welder and a welder technician to primarily go into the competitive construction industry Okay, so we have just so we have different perspectives here because obviously Steve spent 25 years in the Air Force. So civil engineering was your background. What specifically? What did you work on? As a civil engineer, uh, when I first started, it was uh, library. Uh, I would be the civil engineer of record for project associated libraries or healthcare facilities. Uh, when I started after 9/11. Focus would have been on shipping containers for building facilities overseas, overseas construction for shipping facilities. So, you know, our listeners are mostly up-and-coming project managers, up-and-coming engineers. So you'd give some advice around really focusing on your current position, getting credentials when you can that are important. What are some, what are some pieces of advice you could share from your experience in your career, professional development related, that you found to be helpful for you, or something that you did in your career that made a big impact? Measure you. So 
truth is one of the events that stuck in my mind and what we do with that time frame is pretty important and they're they're believe it or not people ask me individuals love to ask me they have that they have in their mind that this person has has the tools and the innate ability to do something but one i want you to be willing to take the plunge and, and you're going to make mistakes it's part of the process but we are chasing the money now and that that individual if they're willing they'll they'll be willing to go through that that plunging in a, in a manner that that they never imagined they could it's tough and and those those that are willing you know and sometimes I'll challenge them to do it or sometimes I'll do um, interaction with school leaders and if they say no really good to hear actually if there's you out there that there's challenges and the way you respond to the challenge and you step up is actually a big way to protect the company and measure you. One question I have and both of you could chime in on it is you know, working in conditions that are not easy conditions, working overseas, um, I th I think that there's many engineers out there that are excited thinking about working international. Um, what are some things you could tell them about that? We'll start with you as far as, you know, adjustments, transitions. Well, it's in the turnover business here, that means go worldwide. Uh, being in the military, you're trying to do stuff worldwide. Uh, but I think there's a distinction. There are some companies that refuse to go into ALM. Most militaries, I know we do, we have consistency operations, and we train to that. Um, so whether you're at Cooper Air Force Base in, in you know, going through your vocational training, or you actually are deployed, things are going to be, your equipment, your requirements are going to be the same, uh, but you may have to implement them. And, and, and it goes down to that mindset, how do you, how do you address that challenge? Ben, how about from the civilian side of it? I mean, if you're working in a hostile area, I would imagine that there's a lot of training on the Air Force side of it, preparation that goes into it. I don't know what that looks like you know, on the civilian side, but maybe on the military side. 
emergency operations, either either um, you're in conflict or you're in post-conflict. In conflict, we're truly relying on our military. They are our protection. Um, we are civilians, not armed. We're there to serve a purpose, uh, whether it's infrastructure, whether it's buildings, whether it's assets. So really, um, as as here in Iraq in 2005, it was the military that was protecting us. We were taking our guidance from them, making sure we had what we needed. So really, kind of like Steve said, it, the work isn't different. It's just the location is different. The thought process is different. The use of those things and some of the location is different today because we need those people where they can do um, our business. We're typically um, associated with Combat Intelligence Organization. We work with them. We use their equipment. These guys are rapidly responding to air battle strikes, um, jet lag, you know, it's in, in, in a short period of time, they can disperse and gather as much information and bring it back to us. Dealing with those matters that come in and just being simply things are different now. Um, logistics, building infrastructures, post-conflict transfers, the, the military is really not in conflict. They were doing things in Iraq for years now and now they're doing things in Afghanistan that they can use against us. Major major things are going on now, and they were trying to get us to work with them. There are other countries now that are trying to generate leads for after the combat structures to the allies for meetings and dialogue. And they, even though we don't have any direct information, we've got our contact folks that go over to them and provide those contacts. So you know, much like Marine Corps, right? I mean. They're there to work there and to work under the – again, it's, 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 it's really not that much different than any other business type civilian here in the country. Not that much different. It's just different locations. When you started your job, Ben, did you know definitely that that was going to be a possibility going to those areas? No idea. I, I joined the firm in, in 1994. It was a large EDP civil structure firm that uh, started in 1947. Um, uh, we, we were in place right before Combat Strike Zone. Um, I, it wasn't until two or three years until I realized elemental commitment to being able to do the battle that we were trying to do in Florida. both of you. I'll ask each one of you and then we'll wrap it up. You gave us some good time here and we appreciate it. If you met an engineer and you had a minute with him or her, you know, short period of time and you had to give them maybe one piece of advice straight to their career, what, what would it be? What would jump to mind, Ben? I, I have to do a lot of things. I would say don't be afraid to make mistakes. You know, I, I've always... I've got three children, so I'm, I'm constantly thinking, 
that you love me. I've always believed that wisdom is not given to you. It's just kind of earned. So uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes because uh, it's the only way you're going to uh, see wisdom is to go through Thanks for a few minutes, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of the conference.